Pot of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast that is officially sanctioned by Kaiba Corp Industries. Yeah, all the other I ones are illegal. Dan, a- oh. I am Dan, a.k.a. Saka Saturn. Ooh, ooh, and I am Sarah, a.k.a. quite literally a Bruce Lee cosplayer. That's not even a joke. Great. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, let's, this... These two episodes are really good, and also I'm glad I didn't see the last two episodes. I yeah. think Argyle's at work right now, it, for the listeners out there, just so you know. Uh, yeah, Argyle's suffering under capitalism, and Max has gone to the fucking beach. It's holiday. Where did Maxie go? He went to the beach! He's just hanging out on the beach. Oh, cool. cool. Go to the beach, bitch, let's go get a wife. The, you know. I, I love Nicki Minaj. Anyway, um, yeah, these were good episodes. I really like them. I love the Bruce Lee episode. Like, I really just loved going to Kaiba Land. Just also just all the stuff about gaming in the in the first episode. This is an episode for the gamers out there. Yeah, yeah. Important podcast news. I finally played a game. Oh, good. What game? Uh, cause um. You know the the um, the sinners of Argyle and Max told me how to get a, a thing called an emulator on your phone, for which mm. you can then play put Game Boy games on it. And I was like, hmm, because we were talking about I can't remember if you saw this in the chat, but I was like, kind of lamenting to Argyle how like I never had a Game Boy, so like I missed out on all like the Pokemon generation. And then they were like, uh, you can get an emulator. So I've been playing Pokemon Emerald and it's really oh, good. Nice. And cool. Skitty is my best friend and together me and Skitty are unstoppable and we will defeat everyone. I've been going through just like this weird gameplay loop of Yakuza Cook Serve Delicious and Doom Four, aka Doom twenty sixteen. Yakuza yeah. is really good. I'm I I was so happy to finally play it. It it's something I've wanted to do for a very long time, but could not actually afford a PlayStation Four. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's wondering why this episode's late, is because we missed the recording on Monday because Dan was playing Yakuza. Yep, I was playing Yakuza. <laughs> I got to experience the joys of Goro Majima and Kazuma Kuryu and all their crime buddies. They sound like friends to me. Uh, let's see. So, <sighs> how does this episodes. start? Uh, let's see. First, we've got. Let me just. It's. Yeah, let me see. Make sure I have the right episode. Episode twenty-one. It's here. The ultimate game land. Finally, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. Um, yes. Oh lord. And the uh, the got first like it. yeah. Oh, go ahead. The first episode opens with like it's the big ominous shot of the Kaiba Tower, and it's like poo, 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 the weather in the background, like the the thunder rolls, and it's like ominous Kaiba Tower. And like I was just watching this, and I was like, you know what? I wouldn't put it past Kaiba, dramatic bitch that he is, absolute drama icon, to like seed the clouds the day before just for the drama and the thunder. Like I feel like Kaiba would do that. Kaiba has a personal weather modifier for his tower for appropriate mood lighting. Yeah. Also, yeah. Mokuba's here, and I, I don't know if they were in the last episodes because I didn't watch it because I just missed it and also don't want to watch it now. Yeah, also I told you they were bad and not to watch them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mokuba was in the last one. 
Mokuba is a lot more sinister than I would have expected. Yeah, he's tiny Cruella de Vil. Yeah. I mean, I love him still, but he's and... also, like, evil. Um, But it's good. I can't even remember what they're talking about in the tower, but it's something. It's like evil plans, probably. I think they're, like, making Kaiba Land. It looks like that's what it's going to be in my notes. Yeah. Like, they're finishing up Kaiba Land. Yeah, so that's our opening scene, and then there's the title, uh, yep. and then we cut to the school. And yeah. it's like classic anime, here's a transfer student. Mm-hmm. And it's Bakura! There's, there's Bakura here. And He's here. He's soft and gentle, here. and we love him. He's such a good boy. He's such uh, a good boy, and all the ladies are like, mm, yes, look at this cute boy. Did you write down, like, the best I- dialogue? Here, oh yeah, the one with with Joey is like, oh my god, he's he's a lucky one, even with that hairstyle. And then Honda behind him is like, uh, you're one to talk, and it's extremely good. They're also just like within inches of Yugi. So. <laughs> yeah, and then like they, I'm trying to remember everything that happens. I have like Miho doesn't remember written down here. I guess something happened in the last episode, and I don't remember either. Um, yes, I've written this down that um, I think like Bakura comes over to Yugi and is like, um, hello, Yugi, <laughs> hello, Yugi. Um, and then Miho comes up and he's like, hi, remember me, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then Honda has this weird thing where he's like, Nani, you already met this cute boy? How did you already meet him? Dun, dun, dun. And then Bakura is just like, I'm sorry, Miho, who are you? Like, he doesn't remember meeting Miho because like it's implied that he he was in like his evil Bakura mode but oh yeah I, I I actually watched last episode and I don't remember that so that's what I've got about that I'm just going to open this Yu-Gi-Oh episode summary just so I can remember what the hell happened at this point because it was blocked out by the other much more fun parts but yeah, we'll just I, speed. We'll just like speed through it. Yeah, um, uh, I think Bakura see. Bakura comes up and is like, Yugi's "Oh, pretty straightforward Yugi. about something." And I wrote down, "This kills the Bakura." Yeah, so like Bakura is like, "Oh, Yugi, I like your cool puzzle." And like he touches the Millennium puzzle, and it like glows and hurts him, and he's like, <gasps> "Yeah, that's it." So the Millennium puzzle kills the Bakura, and. <laughs> Uh, he, do- he does like the most relatable thing where he's like clearly in extreme pain and everyone's like oh my god are you right and he's like yeah, I, yeah I'm fine don't worry about me I'm fine I'm not in any like while squirming writhing in pain on the floor yeah. Um, and honestly that's very relatable he's just dead god this is good tea I'm enjoying this tea so much <sighs> what kind of tea is it oh it's just like boring old standard builder's tea but it's just like it's reached that perfect temperature for drinking and like it's very good Good, good. It just tastes like just shitty tea. It's British tea, which is like the bad tea that everyone drinks like five cups of a day. Mm-hmm. It's not like good tea. Um, but yeah, so Bakura's like talking to him in the classroom and then like they cut to a scene of the squad plus Bakura like walking down by the canal um, and they're like, oh, Bakura, so do you love games? And then he talks about how he like really loves board games yeah, I love board um, games. And is into tabletop and like same hat Bakura. Um Me too, yeah. buddy. And then I think they're leaving school, like going to the arcade, which is where we like get the good shit because like yes. it's time to play video games. It's time for the gamers to come out. 
the real gamers, the video I, gamers. <laughs> all of the Sega machines are labeled as Saka, which is good. And I think one yeah. of them is labeled as Game, just Game. <laughs> yeah, it's a machine They're, that plays games. That's how yeah. you know that. Yeah, and like, there's something about how like, like, there's this weird like, I want to say some, some sort of virtual fighter looking thing, and like the leaderboards are like connected to an online service. These games yeah. are online, and like, there's this mysterious number one gamer who is just Kai. Yeah, like every single game they play, they're like, oh, but the record holder is Kai, and then like some like local kids in the arcade are like. Mm, yeah, buddy, that's the uh, record holder for all the games all the way. You'll never beat him. And Yugi's like, oh, it must be Kaiba. And the kids in the arcade are like, mm, no, I think you're thinking of the older Kaiba, but this guy is his younger brother, Mukuba. And everyone's like, oh my god, who? Yes, there's something labeled D1 and there's Kaiba and they're just really good at, I guess he's just really good at gaming. There's another thing that says Saga on it. And apparently yeah. Kaiba just doesn't go to school. He yeah, just doesn't go. Like, it's but like I kind of assume he's in like a coma or something. I don't know. Like I think in the manga he might have been in a coma or something. But like in the anime, like Yugi is like I, I really like this moment because it's really like po- kinda not poignant, like Yugi's like busily worrying about like what the fuck happened to Kaiba after like the incident. He's like, Oh my god, he hasn't been to school since like I beat him in a game. And like, yeah, so he just doesn't He's like, I got beaten in a game once at school, so I'm not going back. That sounds like Kaiba, yeah. That's yeah. My God, I wish I had the money to just. I mean, what's he doing when he's not at school? He's, he's. I mean, I guess he is just like taking over his dad's company, like while he's skipping school. Which I mean, I guess if you're gonna skip school, you might as well do it to take over a multi-million-dollar business. I mean, goals, I guess. Yeah. He's being teen CEO of the month. Teen CEO over the month. I do like that. That might be our title. At this point, I think there's like the there's more stuff about the virtual fighter thing and like apparently the guy it the kung fu master in this virtual fighter style game is from is from a mo- is the likeness of an actor who is in a movie. It did was you, Bruce Lee, but for see? some reason my mind went to Limp Biscuit in <laughs> in Fight Club. Uh, did you see the thing that I posted in the Discord the other day from like the manga where it's like it li- in the manga it just says Bruce Lee. It's like, oh this is Bruce Lee's oh game. God. I love Bruce Lee. It's just um, Bruce Lee. Like it, it's 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 canonically just Bruce Lee. So like they're playing the the Bruce Lee game where he's like Dragon Wong. Um so they're playing the Dragon Wong game and like Jonoichi fucking sucks at it and Miho's really good at it and I love it. I wonder if Miho could take Sonic Fox. I wonder. I also wrote down, could Kaiba fight Sonic Fox? Who's Sonic Foxes? Don, I don't oh, know who Sonic yeah, Fox is. Bruce Lee, huh? I, I'm just going to read this because they included a little blurb about Bruce Lee. It goes without saying, he's a legendary action star. He was in The Big Boss in 1971, Fist of Fury in Way of the Dragon in 1972, and Enter the Dragon in 1973. Yu-Gi-Oh just prov- like Yu-Gi-Oh manga just providing us with the Bruce Lee facts we all deserve. For some reason I just keep thinking about like that one bit in like part four of JoJo where they try to explain what pasta puttanesca and caprice salad are and like like the pasta puttanesca has that weird old wives tale 
or about the about being like a harlot's pasta. I actually, I genuinely didn't know. I never put, I never put like the puta in putanesca together with like the word harlot. I mean, it makes sense that like putanesca would be like the harlot, but like I, I, I was like, I was watching that JoJo episode, like, oh my god, but I've learned something today. Like, thank you, Hirohiko Araki, for teaching me these facts about putanesca. Good and so yeah, I think there's like a kind of a montage with them like playing a bunch yeah. of games. Uh- Let's see. I just want to. I know there's like a bit with a UFO catcher. There's a racing game, and they play a racing game, and Johnnyichi sucks at it again. That's when the thing actually happens. It's the racing game just suddenly gets interrupted with like, like Mokuba's head pops out of the window of the car ahead of them, and there's just like this big dramatic message about how. Like, Kaiba comes on screen, and and Kaiba's offering Yugi his final challenge, which is to go to Kaiba land. It's like... I guess. Like, they just... Like, the Kaibas, like, they appear in the game, like, something from, like, The Ring, and, like, now they're gonna, like, go and game in seven days, basically. Yeah. Um, I, the main thing I... I was just wondering how the hell they put this in. It's like, because all the games are online, like... Because, like... The There's, Kaiba squad could just be there. I was wondering if maybe they just like specifically put in an FMV for when Yugi played the video game. I mean, it was kind of implied that it was live. Oh, it could have been live. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's hacked. Kaiba hacked. A very important part yeah. of this about of this gamer challenge is that they stole Yugi's grandpa, who's yeah, like. You know what? I, okay, I love about this show that, like, you know, it could have been like Anzu to go on and be like, "Oh, damsel, damsel in distress, bullshit." But instead, it's Yugi's grandpa who like always gets kidnapped, and I love it. I mean, I don't like that Yugi's grandpa is getting kidnapped, but I like that it's like the the this is the figure that is gonna be like ransomed off, not like a pretty lady yeah. because like fuck yeah. that shit. But yeah, Yugi is just like really sad and confused why Kaiba hates him so much. Yeah, like the Millennium puzzle glows for like a second, but like Yami doesn't yeah, appear. That's, like the Millennium puzzle glows. That's and... a big thing about that I noticed about this episode. Yami just doesn't show up at all in this one. Does he even show I up in the second one? I think I can't remember. No. It's just absent. I, it's weird. Honestly I honestly think it's because Yugi is like a little bit afraid of Yami. Like, because, like, there's this thing in the episode where earlier in the episode, um, Yugi was like, oh my god, I'm really worried about what I did to Kaiba, he hasn't shown up at school. And then there's, like, this moment um, where the puzzle flashes and Yugi has, like, a little internal monologue where he's like, why would Kaiba do that to my grandma, grandma, grandpa? Why does he hate me? Could it be related to the recent lapses in my memory? And I'm like, oh my god, he's just, like, worried about yummy and worried about because like and like bakura was talking to him in like the last episode about how sometimes he blanks out in his memory and like bad things happen to people and like i feel like i mean okay and like okay so like when they find out at some point i wrote at this point like yugi gets a mysterious challenger in his fighting game who is none other than dragon one it's bruce lee yeah i think i i mean i think it's a bruce lee cosplayer um, but b- 
before yeah. this happens, like the reason that Yugi, like I, th- I think this is like this is really important yes, to me. Please. I don't know. I like read so much into this more. show that's just like for fun, but I'm like I'm just so invested because like the reason that Yugi goes off and plays a fight fighting game is because like he's really distressed because like there's like a conversation like a really good kind of character building sequence um where yugi is like saying he's like why does kaiba hit me blah 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 and anzu is just there like oh my god holy shit he doesn't know about cool yugi um and yugi's like worrying about like holy shit like i've got to go and like game to win back my grandma how the fuck am i gonna succeed in doing this and like joey's there joey's being really supportive he's like you can't win unless you don't try blah 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 um and Yugi's like, oh, but I can't. If I feel like Grandpa will suffer, um, and like he's just really like conflicted and worrying about all these things. And like I think this episode is kind of like he works through yeah. that. So like he goes off by himself to like be sad. Um, and there's like the different. Um, I think at this point, like Miho and Honda have like left with Bakura because like Bakura is hurt or something. Because I think the Millennium Puzzle did like a boo boo to him again. So it's just like Anzu and Joey there, and like they're both trying to comfort yeah. Yugi. But Anzu's tactic is like we'll leave him alone to like deal with his shit, and Joey's like more invasively positive about it. And I just this show, some when it whenever it does do like good character stuff, it does it really good. I really, I really appreciate the characters. It's just, it's great. I, I'm so happy. I, I I don't know how to phrase this, but yeah. anyways, they go off to just give you some time and maybe give him a drink or something, and then important there's... to note that they do go off to get Yugi a cola. Yeah, <laughs> this will be mentioned. This this is foreshadowing. <laughs> but yeah, so Yugi is gaming against Bruce Lee for real. Yeah, and Bruce Lee's really good at being Bruce Lee, and he has really intense I mean, faces. I... They're so. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the drink okay. ma- the drink machine says drink shop on it, and they sell Pokari Sweat. Oh my god. Wait, let me look closer. They sell, excuse me? They have Pokori Sweat. My mistake. The, oh my god. Like, like that weird Japanese Gatorade or whatever that I really want to try someday. Oh, the stuff that's like kind of... Is that the stuff that's like white and milky and looks kind of dodgy, but is apparently really, really I, nice? I'm trying to figure it out. I Pocari Sweat. Uh, On this podcast, we do our research about Pocari yeah. Sweat. Pocari Sweat is a very important drink in anime, and it looks like it might be clear. I'm trying to look at photographs. It looks a little translucent white, maybe. I, hmm. So yeah, it says Pocari Sweat instead of Pocari Sweat. All I know is that it's a Japanese sports drink. Maybe you were thinking of Calpis Water? <laughs> I shit. I think I was thinking of Kalpa's water. <laughs> oh yeah, the Japanese sports drink for sports, which is why they don't get it for Yugi. <laughs> they get a Makola instead, the true gamer drink. Yeah. Um, but like, meanwhile, um, Yugi's playing the game against Dragon One, or like the Dragon One cosplayer, and like, I really like how like this happened in the very first episode whenever he solved the Millennium Puzzle. But like, whenever Yugi's stressed, he like becomes really good at games. Yeah. And like it's really funny. Like the only time he can be good at games is when he's like not thinking about it or paying yeah. attention to it at all, um, which is cool to be. I'm sure there's like some kind of weird yeah. metaphor about Yami that I could like parse out of that, but I'm not yeah. going to. Um, so. But he 
keeps like beating the Bruce Lee cosplayer. Um, he just gets so mad. Yeah. That he can't win at the fighting game. Yeah, and then like he just straight up steals the Millennium Puzzle. He's so mean like, to my son. A- he also beats the sh- shit out of Yugi, and it's terrible. It's you know, it, I, once again, I had to see my son get beat up, and I. Mm, bad to see. Stop hitting this small boy. I, I hate Stop it. Stop hitting this small boy. Small yeah. boy. Um, and like it's, it's just like again like it's kind of weird that like usually this would be the point in the episode that Yami would show up but like he doesn't. I, I honestly think that Yugi is like repressing him. Um, and he's like, no, I don't want your help. Like, you're just going to hurt people. Which, I mean, is true, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, the Bruce Lee cosplayer, like, walks out of the game shop with the Millennium Puzzle. Fuck you for taking my son's yeah. cool bling. Um, so, and then Joey notices this. Yeah. And then he just, he decides to take matters into his own hands and instead, like, fights Bruce Lee, Dragon 1. And like Yeah, like we see like it's cool yeah, Joey again. It's like cool Joey from the Yo Yo episode he's is fine. being cool and he's like they're like fighting on like a pipe over like over a river and it looks really precarious and like Joey just kicks his ass and but it's really hard and like they're they're exchanging blows and eventually Joey wins because he had he still had the cola in his pocket. He shook up the cola and sprayed it in yeah. his face. Yeah. It's like Cool. It's like, I think the, like, Jerry's like, I'll fight you for this. And the Bruce Lee guy is like, ah, but if you're gonna fight, um, let's make it a little bit more complicated with, like, a kind of game. And then, like, they go on the pipe and, like, he explains some rules about, like, I think he's like, oh, the first person to, like, knock the other off, um, wins. And is, is this what Super Smash Brothers is? I guess. I don't know what Super Smash Brothers is. Super Smash Brothers is a fighting <laughs> right. game, but you knock people off the edge of the stage, so... In this sense... is Super Smash Brothers! I fucking knew it. My gamer senses were tingling. Yes. <laughs> Thankfully, Joey had that um, attack cola, and, like... Yeah, he used his special yeah. attack, which is yeah. cola. Um, Kicks Dragon One's ass, gets the puzzle back, gives it back to Yugi. It's, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I love cool Joey. Yeah. And like, bah, bah, bah. I do like how the Bruce Lee cosplayer was like, Cola? In like the same kind of tone of voice that you'd be like, Nani? Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. good. Um, so we're back at it again at the arcade. And this is kind of like, yeah, like throughout the episode, um, everyone's been like, yeah, Joey, you fucking suck at games. Yeah. Like, Joey's just shit at games. Good at fighting, bad at games. Like, yeah, good at fighting, bad at games. And like whenever he gives the puzzle back to Yugi, Joey's like, "Tomorrow, I'm gonna go with you to Kaibaland and rescue your grandpa." I'm like, not scared of some punishment yeah. games. Um, and then Anzu cuts in and is like, "Yeah, but what are you gonna do about the fact that you're shit at games? <laughs> like, fucking savage, Damn. Anzu." Um, and Joey's just kind of like, "I'll figure it out. Fuck you." And there's like this whole, there's this whole like setup sequence that's really good where like everyone's preparing for the big <sighs> event. It's so good, like. Anzu's making everyone bento boxes. Joey's reading up on yes. his. Joey's reading up on like this, this weird like offshoot PlayStation magazine. It's got a chocobo. It says PlayStan. PlayStan. That's it. Says PlayStan. Play <laughs> like we stand play. Yeah. 
<laughs> We've actually got a question about that. I'll get to it later. Um, yeah, I, just I love be- how like Anzu's making lunch, and he does it like she doesn't know what Joey's. She's making like everyone's yeah. favorite, but then she's like, "What's Joey's favorite again?" I can't remember. Yeah. Whatever. And like Miho's just being Miho. She's yeah. worried, but not doing anything. And then Tristan is like trying to do some weird meditation shit. Yeah, but then a dog barks. Yeah. And like he shits himself or yeah. something. It's really funny. And then there's like, they cut to Yugi, who's like standing in the void the or something. Boy. Like it's just a dark screen. And he's just standing there and he's just like kind of contemplating the Millennium Puzzle. Like, it's given me friends. I hope it can bring me the strength to win. And like, like okay, like Yugi definitely knows about Yami. He like, he definitely knows. Like he has to know. Right? Um- and then, like, there's this bit where Bakor is just wondering about his, about his weird Millennium item that, that he's got, and like how he gets weird blackouts too, and like it's yeah. just like his is just like Yugi's, and he's just so confused. I, it's it's good. And then, like, I think this is like the first time we see the Millennium Ring. Yeah, the Millennium like, Ring. Like, this kind of it's kind of like a reveal. Like, dun dun dun, it's a thing. It's got an eye on it. Yeah, bah, 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 Millennium Ring. Da-da. And then there's just this bit where it's like the next morning. It's all foggy, and you see them all getting together, and like they're all super prepared. Bakura is hiding off in the background, and like they play the music from the credits. They play the music from the yes! credits. So good. It's so good. And it's, like, so dramatic and, like, friends together and they're ready to face, like, the death zone. Yeah. It's, like, walking dramatically out of the mist and the end thing is black. It's, it's so good. good. Also, they've got, like, yeah. really good 90s anime fashions. Like. Oh, my God. Yes. Joey's got some fucking suspenders and Tristan has a shirt that says hot on it. <laughs> yes, it's so good. I, lo- I love Joey's suspenders. <laughs> I would call them braces because to me suspenders are a type of sexy lingerie but I also like that's it's good oh although that's kind of a flashback to the last the episode from last week where Joey was uh, well I changed my mind I don't yeah. like the image of Joey in suspenders anymore I but that's kind of the end yeah. of the episode and yeah that's the end of the episode where we're, we're all hyped up for the next episode it's so good it's so good and like apparently and yeah, that's that's pretty much the episode. Kaiba Land is like this weird big tower thing, and like this episode does a really good job of getting me fucking pumped yes. for like Death Tea and the next three episodes. Yeah. Um. So, on right. to the next episode, I guess. Unless we want to talk no, about no. something else. I have, I have a segment called Bruce Lee Facts. Bruce Lee Facts. Um. Okay. So, um, do did you clock the like yellow and black striped? Yeah, I, um, I saw costume that. that the the Bruce yeah. Lee cosplayer. Um, do you like because that was you might have recognized it from like Kill Bill? Yeah, I did. Um, I, and like when I saw it, like maybe it was in another earlier thing he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that yeah. like Kill Bill ripped Tell off about it. that. Um, costume from Bruce Lee's last film um because Bruce Lee died in like mysterious circumstances in like 1970 mid 1970 whatever but like he was working on this film um and that like yellow like iconic yellow with the black stripes down the side is like the costume he was wearing for that um 
which is, and the title of the film, uh, you'll never guess what the title of the film is, um, it's called The Game of Death is oh the thing. God. Yeah, no. I, I realize now that's me... like an outfit you can get in Sleeping Dogs at this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pop a link to the film in the oh, Discord. Like, it was never finished because Bruce Lee, like, died halfway through filming it. But, like, let, okay, I mean, you've, you've, like, seen the next episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! So, like, let me just read you some of the summary for Bruce Lee's final film, The Game of Death. Um, so the Wikipedia page for it says, because I, like, linked this in my notes. Um, the original plot involves Bruce Lee playing Hai Tian, who's a retired, uh, martial artist, blah, 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 blah. Um, basically, the film is, like, the character, Bruce Lee's character, um, is part of a group whose purpose it is to like infiltrate this like tower. Um, what is it? It's like they tell him the story of a pagoda where guns are prohibited under heavy guard by skilled martial artists who are protecting something held at the top of the tower. Um, the gang boss wants Bruce Lee's characters to be part of a group whose purpose it is to retrieve the item from the tower. Um, when Bruce Lee's character refuses, his younger sister and brother are kidnapped, forcing him to participate in participate. Um, Bruce Lee's character as well as four other martial artists fight their way up a five-level pagoda encountering a different challenge on each floor. Does that sound at all familiar? It very familiar, yes. Yeah, so the next, the Kaiba's Death Tea is just Bruce Lee's film The Game it's, of Death, but reimagined for gamers and not Kung Fu. Really so, like, um, my other Bruce Lee fact is that I, like, literally own this yellow tracksuit. Oh. Um, Good. <laughs> I'm just popping a, like, vine I made of it in the Discord, and you can see me with a pair of nunchucks in this Incredible. outfit, um, like, pretending to be a helicopter. So yeah, that's the end of Bruce Lee. I'll, I will put, I will link that in good. the show notes because I'm egotistical and want people to look at pictures of me. a good video. I was also, um, wearing oh actually I have another Bruce Lee fact is like like the arcade game that they're playing in like the Bruce Lee arcade game is like based on a real Bruce Lee like there were actual Bruce Lee arcade games in like the early 90s and 80s um and they were cool so yeah Bruce Lee fact segment over I'm glad we could have this segment from here I guess would be the next episode yeah, what's it called? Uh, let me see. I, I wrote down both the titles. Uh, Breakthrough. Limit shooting. What does that mean? This one was just a great concept to me. Because they're going through... They've got to go through the big... They've got to go through Kaiba's big challenge. And, like, we start off by seeing, like, a huge crowd gathering in what is apparently Kaiba land. Yeah. Like, it's the opening day... And, like, freaking everyone's yeah. here. It's so busy. Like, I get anxiety everyone's, looking at this. Like, holy shit. Everyone's ready for um, you to win. Did we... Did we mention how the Kaiba, Kaiba's challenge is literally called Death, death tea. tea? Like, it's death. It's explicitly, like, a death yeah. game. And everyone, like, apparently knows this and is here to enthusiastically watch a death everyone, game. Everyone... If, if a teenage boy does not die, crowd will riot. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it be. We also, you know, so like then like Yugi and friends go through and we see we briefly get to like see Kaiba dueling Yugi's grandpa and it like there's like this big like reveal where like you see like Grandpa's got a Kaiba's got a blue eyes right dragon 
But Grandpa's also got a blue eyes like dragon. Wait, Kaiba's got two? No, Kaiba has three blue eyes white dragons. What? Uh, like, Sugoroku's um, Yugi's grandpa's even. I don't think we actually know his name is Sugoroku, but like his grandpa's internal monologue is like, "Haha, I I can't lose. I have the blue eye- blue eyes white dragon can't lose." And then Kaiba's like, "Um, three blue eyes white dragons cannot be beaten." And like, Yugi's grandpa is just like has like a little heart attack at being attacked by three blue eyes white dragons. Yeah. And it's like apparently it's just a hologram. Yeah. God, I have in my notes like size twenty font, Joey is wearing braces with his t shirt. What a fashion yes. icon. It's um, so good. Like And Honda's wearing his t shirt that says hot Anzu has this kind of like very like loose fluing loose flowing shorts and like open shirt yeah. and it's like she's like really just like looks really floaty and yeah. cool um i can't remember what miho's wearing but yugi looks like shit as yeah. always like can yami please help this little boy dress he just himself? went to school because he looks just shit. Went in his school uniform he just went in his school uniform god yeah yeah so the Game squad get escorted, escorted by Kaiba security to like the place where um, Kaiba is dealing Yugi's grandpa, Um, and they kind of arrive in time just to watch um, Yugi's grandpa like be attacked by the dragon and like have a heart attack, and it's really dramatic. Freaking out over this so much. I, I he's just freaking out. He's he just wants to make sure his grandpa's okay. I. He's so good. He's so good. He doesn't deserve to be in this. And like... During like this big revelation, like, Yugi's grandpa gives him his deck so he can just... It's sort of like a way of like making sure he has something with him. It's dangerous out there. Take this. And he's like, with his dying breath, it's like, oh my god, my heart... Although, I did think it was really funny that, um, like, they're having this emotional moment, and then, like, Kaiba just appears on a TV screen, and is like, this emotional exchange is over, then opens up a hole in the ground into which Yugi's grandpa falls with, like, a Wilhelm scream, (laughs) I'm like, oh my god. It just goes in the- Kaiba! It just goes in the grandpa death pit. (laughs) And- That's also good- that's also a good title, actually. So, then it's death (laughs) tea. And he's got like this big tower of games that he's they've got to go. And I just saw it. It just mainly think of like those like nineties those nineties Nickelodeon game shows like like Global Guts and Nick Arcade. And it it's honestly so yeah, it's kind over the top. I love it. Yeah, I think the one that I am familiar with was like the Crystal Maze or something. Or like oh no, there was like. The one with the the raven in the way of the warrior, mm. I can't remember what that was called. It might have just been called the way of the warrior, but it was like really Scottish. Uh, and one of my friends showed me a bunch of like '90s game shows and what that were based around video games. One was like this weird thing where it just looked 40k as hell, and like the host was this weird dude with dude with a head in a jar or something. Oh my god, the '90s was yeah. wild. I'm, like, really sad. Like, I never had a TV in the 90s, so I didn't really... I, like, didn't know about this until 
quite recently. Yeah. Um, but it's really yeah. good. So yeah, this is like one of those 90s game shows, except you actually literally yeah. die. I'm pretty sure that they are literally going to die. It's just... And I'm pretty sure the crowd knows this. I don't know. Um, it's worrying. It is. Um, but yeah, Kaiba does that thing, like in that recent episode of My Hero Academia, where like the room they're in just like opens up and is a massive stadium yeah. full of like huge crowds and the big tower. They're like going in and like it turns out Mio just came Mio just came here to cheer, but she ends up getting pulled in. This <laughs> yeah. Weird like laser tag nonsense. It's great. They all have to throw on, like, armor, and there's, like, this whole role-playing thing where it, like, says, the space space station is under attack. You must go fight the enemies. Yeah, it's really good. Actually, this, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, time to be in the manga time. Yes. Because, um, this, like, watching this reminded me that in the manga, like, um, Anzu, like, doesn't come with them. Because she has work, oh and they're God. like, "Oh, for fuck's sake! Like, why do you have to go work?" I mean, Anzu. It turns out, like, Anzu she- works here as like one of the actors in the simulator, and like they go into like the death zone, and then like Anzu runs out, like, "Oh my God, our space ship is under attack! You have to help us!" And everyone's like, "Uh, Anzu," and she's like, "Yeah, I work here. I got a job as one of the actors in the simulator." That's pretty good. It's really good. Like, I like this version better I think if only because it's like everyone's supporting Yugi yeah. and like it's like friendship but the manga version is like yeah. really funny it's pretty good it's also like, in the manga they have a baby with them for some reason They, for That's some it. reason Kaiba to support his death game nature hired real actual mercenaries to play laser tag for him I kind of wonder yeah, what the hiring called, like, process was for that just like yeah oh wait <laughs> Just play laser tag? Uh, sure, whatever, dude. Yeah, they're like, hi, you, you're like a military professional. You have, you've had 90, 99 confirmed kills, like Navy Steel's copy pasta resume, and like, and then this okay, you're hired to like shoot these children. Teen CEO hires you to play laser tag. It's it's a fucking Yakuza sub story. Shit. This <laughs> <laughs> is. <laughs> Yeah, they are called like red, black, and blue, and the the black one is called black. And I'm like, mm, did did you really think about this? Um, that's n- okay, okay, cool, I guess. So yeah, they play laser tag, and it's really good. Eventually, like they start like doing the actual laser tag, and like the thing is, they like the mercs have actual tactics, while Yugi and pals have numbers and power of friendship. And Joey just gets yep. fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah, Joey is like, I'm impatient and like jumps up on top of the like lizard tag ships there and just gets destroyed instantly. Yeah. <laughs> like with a real lizard. I wrote gun. down Joey's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, Joey kind of is fucking dead for like half this yeah. episode. Um, I think it's at this point. It's yeah. It's like because Miho was like. I don't like this. I don't want to be here. I did. I only came to support. Why am I in this? And then she just like crawls off and goes. She sleeps. Asleep. Like she just goes she's, to sleep. She's so stressed. She just had to go to sleep. I mean, I wish I could do that. It's like 
that fuck. Um, it's like that Austin Walker tweet. You ever read a take so bad you immediately had to go to sleep? <laughs> yeah. So Miho reads a take so bad she immediately has to go to sleep. Um, and then the gang get kind of beat by the real soldiers. Yeah. Eventually, like, Miho manages to win out because, like, she got separated from the rest and they had to track her down and then she just freaks out and just shoots them all. Just, like, all the mercs. It's really funny because, um, like, the the real soldiers are like, ah, oh, you, you, and like, like, they corner the gang and the gang run away and the soldiers are like, ah, oh, no matter how you, you, where you go, like, we can sense your presence. Ha 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 ha. Um, and then Miho crawls out from behind a thing and one of the mercs is like, <laughs> hiding your presence by sleeping? What a clever move. And she just goes, like, ape and fires yeah. everywhere and wins. It's and so it's good. Very good. I'm I'm glad Niho was able to do it. I mean, honestly, like... She did it to him. The way she wins by just shooting at random, like, this is how I've ever... Own, this is the only way I've ever won any video game I've ever played. I've only played, like, two video games. It really is. And each of the time the I just press random buttons. multiplayer experience. Yeah. Like, my cousins are like, oh, do you want to play this game? And it's like me, who's never held the PlayStation controller in my life. I'm like, um... Yeah, sure. I'm 12 and I don't know what to do. So I just press random buttons and one time I won and it was like the Miho tactic. So like it works. Yeah. It works. Eventually like at then like the next game comes and it's like there's like a whole bunch of weird levers. So Kaiba tells them to pull on them. They pull on the lever. Except for Except Yugi. Except for Yugi. This is important. And like then like there's this some sort of like the room just, like, the platforms just separate. Like, it just breaks up into a bunch of platforms, yeah. and, like, suddenly there's a death robot, and it's, it's... It looks cool. It's got, like, blood written on it, but with two L's. This is blood. important. Blood. Its name is Brud, and it hates when you get his name wrong. Um, I don't know why I said that in, like, a Spanish accent. I think it's because I said Brud. Yeah. But, yeah, like, Kaiba tells them that it hits it when you get its name wrong, and I this like this puzzle is like really cool. Yeah. I really like it actually. Um, I think it's really clever. So, and I might steal it for D anD D, assuming my players haven't seen Yu Gi Oh. And like it's kind of tense because like they're all because like Yugi's friends have to hold down the levers or else the robot will go even faster, and like they're all yeah. just so tired yeah. from the fight. It's like Miho is about to let go because she's sleepy and yeah. weak. I mean, and like Sam, I guess, but come on, Miho, get with the program. Program, Miho. Um, but it's like everyone, like Yugi's got to be the one to solve the puzzle, and like everyone's like holding onto a lever for dear life, and they're like, Yugi, you can do it, you can do it, Yugi, you can think of the puzzle, and like he's just kind of there, being really stressed, and like mm, my son. Um, and again, once again, it's like. This would kind of be the moment in the episode where Yami would show up, but he doesn't. doesn't. It's Yugi. Yugi. Yugi's the one that solves the puzzle. He does it all on his own. He Yugi. figured it out because, like, it says two L's for some weird reason. And if you think, and if you just like separate the letters into like what the lines and the circles, it's all like ones and zeros. So he figures yeah. out that it's got to be eleven because blood isn't spelt with two L's. Yeah, and like, he just like, after like, 
two minutes of panicking, just like closes his eyes yeah. and then he's like Andrew let go of the lever eleven and it's like, Oh, it's really cool. Like he's very yeah. capable. Like happy for him. Like he like, he can do it. Something that comes up a couple times is like you just like holding onto his grandpa's deck for like some sort of like way of focusing, I guess. It's really nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. It like grinds him or something. I think actually we do kind of get like a little glimpse of Yami's shadow um before he states the answer to Anzu, but like it just kind of flashes behind him, but he doesn't transform and then it's like, Anzu, this is the answer. Um and again, this is like one time that I'm prefer that he doesn't transform. And like, then the it's... episode just sort of ends. Cause... They go. We see the next level where they play like real life death Tetris. Oh yeah, that's with, like, right. Giant blocks falling from the ceiling. Weird death Tetris. But then, like, that's the end of the episode, and we'll have to wait until next week yeah. to find out what happens. God, I can't wait. So good. There's only yeah. we've only got like two we- weeks worth of Yu-Gi-Oh season zero left. There's just like next week, and then I guess just so that the viewers remember. Uh, after next week is the three episode Jumbo Spicy Big episode. Yeah, we're gonna do the finale all in one. Yeah, because there's like five episodes left. Um, so we're gonna do three in one. Yeah, are we still getting Audrey on? Yes, we we I think Good. we are. I need to check with them if that date works, but I believe all so. Right. Um, right. I we have a few questions. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I think we did get a bunch. Yeah. It probably didn't help that we took way too long to record this. I'm so sorry. Hello, Ian. I... Ah, we've only been going for like 50 minutes. This is, this is a short baby episode. Yeah, the episode, I meant like, take, oh, took right. so long to yeah. like, get to recording. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put off, it got put off way longer than it should have. Hey, uh, we got a game. I was enthralled by the siren song of the Yakuza. <laughs> Um. So yeah. Um. Hey, Don. Do you know? Do you know who Sonic the Hedgehog is? Yes. Okay. Oh shit! I did want to mention the we were talking about SA two characters and Yugi characters, and like, like yeah. one would think Sonic would be Yugi. They're both the protagonists. But if any character were to actually match up with Yugi's personality, it would have to be either Tails or Silver. They have very similar personalities to. Yugi and like and like if you wanted to still make it a hedgehog I would go with Silver just like because like Silver's whole thing that made Silver basically the thing that that sticks around with Silver's personality for most people is like he's kind of like whereas Sonic is just like this sort of like wisecracking dude wisecracking dude who just manages to get through on like wits and charisma Silver's like the lovable doofus who just wants to do his best. Huh, so is Sonic Joey? I would say Sonic is Joey, yeah. Huh. Nice. Cool. And like of course Shadow is Yami. There's no way around that. Yeah, uh, because like the question we got was from Dark Wizard James Misson, like in the chat last week, yeah. which said, Would SA two be better if Shadow was Sonic's Yami? And I do I don't know what that means, so I think they just mean like SI two for me means Sonic Age two. <laughs> I I assume they meant that like if Shadow was Yami or or if did she mean like mm. 
know. I don't know a Sonic. But I guess um, I'll just... That's kind of what I thought of when I saw the question, and so that's just what I wanted to bring up, that the best-fitting yeah. dynamic for for Ayami and Yugi would be would be Shadow and Silver. Cool. Um, this next question, I also don't know what it means, so you're going to have to help me with it, because... Okay. Um, so it says, Sidemon said to Pot of Greed... Um, would the video game equivalent of the Millennium Puzzle be a creepypasta copy of La Mulana in a universe where game facts and hint systems don't exist? Does this make the emo ghosts an SCP? Hmm, so they're presenting like some sort of like, what would the 21st century version of the Millennium Puzzle be? Like, if it, I guess like since the Millennium Puzzle in Yu-Gi-Oh is like this ancient mystery thing in what, what, uh... Jasmine's suggesting is more like is if it were to if we had it now, would it be more like some sort of weird creepypasta version of a puzzle game? Or a puzzle metroidvania and like hints for it wouldn't exist anywhere. Huh. Actually that sounds really cool. And like and like someone's soul yeah. could be stuck in the video game and like ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. I like that. What's so an SCP? Yeah, an SCP was like well, SCP is like the secure, contain, protect thing, which is like Ooh. this sort of creepy pasta site that's like this sort of pseudo wiki for a government organization. You're just like, like everything about the SCPs is like this particular thing we have. Like every SCP is like some weird anomaly that exists that is like kept under like kept under wraps, hidden away from the public, and just like kept from anything dangerous happening and i guess so yami is an scp i guess like yami could qualify as an scp because like scps can be like items or they can be people i'm not super familiar i just know bits here and there so like yami is like i would describe yami as like a weird anomaly of some sort like that is that is like if like a top if like some government black site Basically, imagine if the Millennium Puzzle were, like, kept in, like, a government black site. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Alright, uh, question from Dr. Balls. I would say Yami's Ball. an SCP, yeah. Da- yeah. The next question? question? Question from Dr. Balls. Dandy, um, says, play stan? Wouldn't at cause member, me, be a play stan? They seem like they really fucks with them. Brackets plays. So that's me, and yeah, I well, I'd say I'm less of a play stan and more love like a musical stan, but like mm-hmm. extremely musicals I stan are West Side Story, Wicked. Yeah. I mean, I guess Hamilton, but that's a whole other ballgame. That yeah, um, uh, and Jesus Christ Superstar. There we yeah, go. There's some you've plays that I stan. Been a, you've been in West Side Story a lot. Yeah, it's really ha- good. Yeah. Every time West Side Story is mentioned, I like have a Pavlovian response to just start clicking. <laughs> um, okay, and we got some questions from Tilted Clink. Oh, good, um, Tilted Clink. Going to s- or Tilted Clink. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to say it wrong, like everyone else, because I'm one of the crowd. I'm just trying to fit in. Yeah. Um, all right. So official show of the show, Tilted Clink said to Pottery, remember when Bruce Lee beat up a child in real life over an arcade game? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. It, yeah it's happened. A weird thing. In real life. I was, God, you remember how 
Bruce Lee just made really weird, uncomfortable faces all the time. Yeah, all the time. I mean, actually, he kind of... I mean, he does make some weird noises, which I, I do like to hear. I fucking love yeah. Bruce Lee, honestly. Yeah. Everyone go watch Game of Death. It's, like, iconic. Uh, and it's on YouTube. Yeah. So just YouTube Game of Death, and it's very good. And Bruce Lee's in it. You watch it. Um, but yes, the final question from Clouded Clink... Um, says there's another one but i'm gonna save it till next week so the final one is if shooting games are jonoichi's super special speciality what games would be your super special speciality i would say i don't think i'm good enough at any video games but maybe beat em ups I mean, so far, the only video game I've ever played is Pokemon Emerald, so, like, that. But apart from it, like, I'm, like, an extreme tabletop bitch. Um, like, give me I, I give me a tabletop role-playing game, and especially give me one that does not involve, like, gr- having a board or anything. Like, give me a theatre-of-the-mind-style, um, story-focused tabletop role-playing game like Fiat or Fiasco, and I am sorted. Nice. Um, all right. Um, all right. Where can people find us on the internet? You can find me at, let's see, at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. Mike Dawson with a zero, no underscore on Tumblr. And you can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday, which I don't think I've actually touched in a bit. Uh, let me see if my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday where... Usher from Dance Central 3. It does say Happy Four Day, Xbox. Fuck! Dan! (laughs) Dan! I forgot that I put 8-8 as Four Day. (sighs) Yeah, Happy Four Day, Xbox. Well, the one before that said Happy Blood Moon, Xbox, and that's a good tweet. Yeah, that's Um, a good one. Yeah, so I'm Sarah. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes. Yeah. Um, and I have another podcast called Unpick where I talk about clothes. I also recently guested, recently by which I mean like an hour ago, I guested on the podcast Everybody Hates Rand, uh, which is a Wheel of Time podcast uh, where Sally and Emily um, are like really good at like academic, like they both did the English and know how to read books in a smart way. Um, so I guessed it on that and just like ranted about how much I hate the costume in uh, fantasy films for like an hour. Um, so that's good. Go listen to that. If you've read Wheel of Time, still go listen to it if you haven't read Wheel of Time because I do say I have some interesting things to say about costumes. Um, I also have an Etsy shop called Really Big Dice. Uh, and speaking of um, Audrey coming on in the final episode, if you want to get some discounts on... Uh, some really big dice from the Etsy shop called Really Big Dice. You can use the discount code DNLCAST, um, which is, you know, a sponsorship code for a different podcast um, from ours, but you can still use it and get a discount. So, yeah. yeah. And then Audrey, the relevance is because Audrey is on Dungeons and Lesbians, the yeah, DNLCAST. Um, so, yeah, that's not going to be next week, but the week after, I think. Yeah. Um, I've not checked in with them to see if they're going to be on I should do that um, but hopefully um, cool. let's see unrelated but I just figured I've got a podcast I can finally plug stuff that people yeah. might not have heard of uh, let's see uh, the 
Chip and Ironicus have confirmed. Uh, Chip and Ironicus are like these old school Let's Players from like originally something awful, but now they just do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like they have confirmed that Gextra Life Three will happen. Gextra mm-hmm. Life is an annual event, an annual charity event they do where they play through bad video games for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year it was the entire Gex series. The second year it was a collection of games with animal mascot protag- protagonists. <laughs> and they haven't given like a hard date or this year's theme yet, but they probably will soon enough. Uh, they All of the donations for the charity go to Hurley's Children's Hospital from their hometown of Flint, Michigan. Oh. Yeah. Cool. That, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. To be supporting. Yeah, if if you're intru- if you want to get hyped up for it, maybe go to Chip and Ironica. Let's see, Chip Cheesem LPs on YouTube, and they'll have like they have full playlists of both the Extra Life events. I highly, highly recommend watching their Cyber Swine run. That was incredible. Also, the yeah. Jaws one. Yeah, and I've just found Chip Cheesem on Twitter at Chip Cheesem. Um, and I think yeah. there are some posts about Gextra Life there. If you yeah. find them. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Is that podcast? I guess that I'll. F- I think that's all I want to cover for now. I could probably drop other things in future things. Like, I guess here's some free advertising for you. Uh, <laughs> listen to Sex Archie. That's the one where Grant, aka Ironicus, and his wife Elena go through the. Good, bad show, Riverdale. And also dedicate episodes to, like, also dedicate episodes to the history of, like, the Archie comics and all of the weird things they've done over the years. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we end our podcast, Norman Reedus Booty Ass. I'm not. Okay. I don't want to read the rest of it. I'm finished. Let me try this. You have to do it as fast as possible. Is the thing. Last time I tried this, I pasted it out. But let's go fast. try this. Like, like Sonic would. Sonic would. Make it ask Norman, but ask, make it butt slap, but cheek, that means one. Goodbye, bye.